This is Yep, I Did That with Amanda and Jonna. And this is Yep, I Did That, a podcast where we talk about health and wellness trends, things that are floating around the internet. Um, so we tell you if they're good, bad, you and should why? do why. Amanda why tells us why. Yeah. Uh, me, Jonna, I usually try them because I'm a sucker for a good anecdote. The anecdote is her favorite thing in the whole yeah, world. Yeah, I trust like any of them. And Amanda tells me why scientifically I should not be doing these things to my body or why they have merit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why people are either liars or they're being really honest with you. Exactly. And occasionally we have the opportunity to have an awesome guest, which we happen to have today. Yes. Yeah, so um, just a little intro of our guest. Um, she was on the most recent season of Big Brother that's still airing, but unfortunately she's with us. But we're happy that she's with us rather we're than happy being in the house. We named her the H-O-S. You know the show so well. She's the H-O-H of Y-I-D-T. Yes, that's it. Um, that was and a lot. Okay. Give me some credit. You have already one weird peach cocktail that in. That is very true. And you just a lot of letters. It's a lot of letters. <laughs> but not only was she on the most recent Big Brother, she is also an amazing life coach. Um, she's an amazing person, amazing human, um, the best spirit. And I had the honor of also getting to know her before she was on Big Brother, um, working at a beautiful studio of Pure Bar, Woodland Hills. Um, we have Caitlin Herman Hi on the podcast guys. today. Guys, I'm so happy to be here. They are treating me so well. I'm getting beverages yes. and healthy <laughs> snacks, and I'm just very excited to be here. Guys, I love thank you for having me. It always makes it seem so like where people are like, they're treating me so well. They gave me water. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I just like like a free water. Right? From time to time. It's like the fact volumes. that I didn't have to bring my own. It wasn't like BYOS, like bring yeah. your own snack. Like yeah. it's pretty cool for me. Right. Bring, Dang, we thanks, provided guys. snacks and drinks. I really appreciate You're it. You're welcome. That's what we're here for. Um, before you dig into that, yeah. I have to tell. No, so we're going to do a little catch up with Jonna. Yeah. Okay, this might frighten you all, but I promise it's not real. I hope. <laughs> so just to give a little background, Jonna's had to do tons. You guys already know tons of blood tests for fertility stuff, but this is actually for adoption. Yeah. Stuff. So you have to get a medical sign off before you can adopt. Oh, my God. I forgot about the adoption stuff. Yes. I've seen all the stuff about yes. that. I know. We're adopting. Well, why don't you tell them also about that? Okay, cool. Well, I'm adopting. My husband <laughs> and I are Congratulations. <laughs> we're adopting Mazel. a newborn. So we're in the, thank you. We're in, um, fun, we're fundraising. Yes. So you can find all of that on our Yep, I Did That page on Instagram. And you're so close. There's like just a little bit left for being fully funded to pay for an adoption. Oh my yeah. God, really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. We're like super blessed. It's been amazing I'll and crazy. Yeah. yeah, that would be amazing. Um, so we'll be adopting a newborn domestically and it's really like, it could happen anytime. So we'll see. Yeah. We're not matched yet, but once we're matched, it's like go time. So yeah. oh my if God, Jonna is gone, maybe you will be the 
You'll be the, the co-host. The co-host Jeff in with Amanda. I will in with Grace. Perfect. You're, <laughs> you Grace. are the backup plan for You're if I'm back gone. Plan B. If she's out. <laughs> plan B. I'm excited. When hey, I get voted out, I read someone's blog in. today that there is never a plan B. You always just have plan <laughs> A. I read that too. <laughs> okay. It's true though. It's true. But like we'll if we need it. a plan B, I'll be it. Yeah, you'll be our plan <laughs> A. You can be our plan A. You're our plan A. Fine. I'm just not a plan. So... <laughs> <laughs> I we're in like the very end of our home study stuff, which means like just getting the sign off from everything. And they basically just want to make sure you're healthy enough to like live and yeah. care for a child. Yeah. Um. So we had to go do blood tests and I get a call today and one, the doctor's like, so how are you feeling? And, and like, that's like, a weird question. Fine. And he's all first off, he said, you're. Your urine sample came back and it looks like you tested positive for a UTI. And I was like, well, I feel fine. And he's like, okay, then that's probably fine. It might have just been some bacteria, whatever. Sorry if that's TMI. And then, never not TMI. Enough, but not enough information. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't ask more. because, um, it, like, our listeners will know that I've. I've said before, yes. I, I used to have like chronic UTIs. Oh, really? So they think there might have been like um, something called interstitial cystitis. Have I said this on the podcast? Uh, so I was I on an antibiotic so. for yes, a really have. long time. It made me paranoid. It was bad. So I, I avoid them at all costs. Yeah. Um, but then he goes, also, there was another thing that came back in your labs. And I was you never want to hear that when you get a call about oh a blood God, test. Of course not. And he's like, you actually tested positive for tuberculosis. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, wait, what? Yeah. And I was like, What? He's like, uh, but you sound fine, and I think you're probably fine. So I guess that false positives happen a lot with the tuberculosis blood test. Have, did you like look that up? Is that a thing? I googled it yeah. immediately because I was like, tuberculosis. No, that that's pretty serious. Terrifying. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, I'm sure you're fine. So I have to go back in for another blood test, and then if that comes back positive again, he said that the the like level for it being positive is 0.35, and my test came back 0.38. Okay, so okay. it was like slightly elevated yeah but basically it means like i'm just like a walking tuberculosis i'm just kidding i'm not no but, you're, okay. don't even put that out there like <laughs> yeah. you do not have tuberculosis you do not have tuberculosis Can you yep over that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i don't but like how weird is that so actually you've had zero signs or symptoms and at all the world health organization in 2011 said that they believe tuberculosis blood tests should not be happening in developed countries because of how often they have false negatives or false positives and doctors are treating them mm. like people like me, like we have tuberculosis and like don't, filling yeah. you with antibiotics and all well, the treatments Well, thankfully your it. doctor's like, hey, let's like do another test yeah, he to was make like, sure. This is the weirdest thing ever. You for sure don't have I mean, tuberculosis. If someone came in coughing and they've tested positive, then maybe it'd He's be like, like, have you been oh. to a tropical country lately? I was like, I mean, I live in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> There's tuberculosis all around me, I'm sure. <laughs> There's measles, tuberculosis, and chicken pox <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> We're just a melting pot of disease. Are you freaking out about it though? Or you're no. like, totally. Okay, so then perfect. I don't feel like anything in my lungs at all, like zero. I'm fine. No, you yeah. literally do. I've never met someone that has <laughs> the least amount of tuberculosis. Is that even a thing? Like, I it is. Like, if I saw you on the street, you have the least amount of tuberculosis <laughs> I've ever seen. No, seriously. Like, if I like saw you on the street and like we were like, like passing oh. each other, like I wouldn't take you as tuberculosis. tuberculosis. That's not like your first impression is tuberculosis, girl. I was like, what? No. I wish I'd been to a tropical like I know, country. You're like, I wish I could say yes. So that'd be the reason so, why. That's like a little wrinkle that it's just going to be like another blood test and potentially a chest.
this text, right? He's like, I'm going to have to prove you don't have tuberculosis. <laughs> For sure. You're like, this is good. Yeah. I feel well, safe. it's kind of good, though, that he's like, okay, you probably don't have it, but unfortunately for you, because this is for an That's adoption exactly process, what he said. He's you like, have to doctor, be like, shown no. The doctor was like, uh, you're fine, and if you weren't adopting, I would disregard this, but yeah. because you're adopting, like, if the people that are, like, the, ho- the social workers looking at your medical test right. and says you tested positive for this... Yeah, that no, that makes. They're sense. like, heck, yeah. no, we're not giving you a newborn baby. You're gonna give that baby TB. Exactly, <laughs> which You're is like, also like kind of nice, though. That like, yeah. everyone's doing their part. Oh, you know? exactly. for sure, like everything is. But unfortunately for me, I tested positive for tuberculosis. So Congratulations, thanks, we'll, guys. We'll be checking I've in reached weekly. another life level for your TB. Yeah, I need I ca- to be updated on that. I called my mom, and she was like really concerned. And then she was like, I don't think I've ever met anybody who's ever had or tested positive to for be honest, tuberculosis. Same. same. But like, I think whenever I, feel like I was for in us, India, it that makes it. sense. But like, even my mom was like, I'm highly concerned. I was like, mom, <gasps> no one's worried. Mm. Did you just hear what you did? Did I do your voice? You did. That means we're like the best of friends. I told you I do this. I love it. Aww, she guys. like um, whenever you do an accent. So if you do an accent, or if like anything like slips out New York or something like that, yeah, like she will start picking it up. And by the end of the podcast, she'll start doing your like Wait, accent. I'm so excited, but like in a really bad, <laughs> offensive way. But like you don't but, mean, but no, you don't mean it. No, she's doing it out of love. No, uh, she like likes it. Yeah, I'm just no. I'm just really relational. I mean, yes. I do like it. Someone, no, <laughs> no, I don't. Like, like I it. actually hate everything. I actually <laughs> would rather you never speak again. No, I just am like really relational. Yeah, so I, me too. I think actually. it's like a subconscious thing that's happening while I'm talking to somebody. I'm trying Same. to get on their level so that I'm like communicating in a way they understand. Yeah. I think it's totally. Yeah. It is for sure subconscious. But I used to be a barista. Actually, my husband and I met when I was a barista. So he would like come into the coffee shop and wait till my shift was off. I'd be like, oh. Uh, you gotta hang out with him again uh, but actually i loved hanging out with him um and we'd get a lot of aussies or people from new zealand it's in arizona a lot of people vacation there during the winter um and i would be talking to them and slowly morph into this weird like australian or new zealand accent that, but it doesn't sound anything like it's a new Why Zealand. don't you give it a go? Why don't you try I, it? I, I, she not. refuses. And then I always do it. And then I sound incredibly offensive. Well, so and I'm, I'm not, not going to try it either. So I'm no. moving on. Yeah, <laughs> we're not going to do it. All right. Well, that's my update, guys. I promise I don't have tuberculosis. And by the way, that was Amanda coughing, not Jonna. <laughs> and if you just, do have tuberculosis, just know, like... We're here for you. We're Thank here you for you. We love you. I'm still. sorry if any of you have experienced tuberculosis out there. That I'm, and I'm just someone like, can like, like relate to you. Yeah. Like, I mean, no, they can't because I don't have it. <laughs> so now I'm just the one that's. They're but like, if you do, sure, great. you have a friend. Okay. If you do, exactly, you have a Thanks friend. Sure and you feel better. It's fine. Now that I've taken up enough time talking about tuberculosis. I don't have it, you, you guys. You don't have it. It's fine. No, We're fine. sitting in a room with you and we haven't gotten up. No, you're literally so fine. You're fine. You're fine. She's promise. like, you're fine. I'm just moving away. I'm like. <laughs> no, thank you. You're so okay. good. Okay. Well, let's move on from me. Yeah. Do you have any updates, Amanda? Um, no. Hey. I don't think so. Not I just, one? How's no. Ellis? Ellis is good. He, um... He's just living his best life, refusing to nap. Baby. You know, it's good. Um, he is a cute, baby. Uh, he Kyle actually sent me this video the other day of him dancing to the weekend, <gasps> and it's the cutest. Show I'll show you after. after. Yeah, and he just like does this with his hands, and he goes. Oh, <laughs> you guys can't see he's that, an but artist. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. Yes, we'll see. 
Um, but no, it's just since last week, um, just plugging away. Have like I actually have a handful of nutrition clients that I'm doing right now, and ooh, ooh. it's been good, busy, good. working. That um, could be you. That could be you if you want to work with Amanda, cause more parent. Yeah, she might get a little aggressive about eating the rainbow. But I it's do for your own soul. We are writing a metal song eventually. Oh my god, we have to talk about health and food. We're I've really fallen off the track. There just weren't great options in the house. So. I can only imagine that. Can you like, request stuff? Like, yeah, but no. Yeah. <laughs> like, you like, can request You Cheetos. can request anything, but, like, will it come sometimes? Yeah. You know? I mean, the food we got was okay. Like, they really gave us, like, high-end stuff. Yeah. But when you're stuck in a house, like, you don't necessarily care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? and it's like you can't go outside. So, like... In we kind of go in the backyard a few days okay. a week, but not like out. We're not like going on exactly civilization, right? Yeah, and so a week, you can go in the backyard. Yeah. So crazy. Because I'm the so other days they're like, this. yeah, we'll talk about it. Okay, so I mean, yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, just in the like mindfulness part, there's no way to be like absolutely present in your eating whenever you have. You can only go outside like a couple days a week. Oh my god! Totally. What else are you gonna do? You're bored Were out they, of like, your freaking feeding mind. you guys vitamin D. They're all here. You go. Keep taking vitamin D. Well, we did get a lot of like vitamins and probiotics that like yeah. we sh- like. It wasn't like mandatory, but we would take them like a ton yeah. of like GNC like mm-hmm. you know packets for us. But you know it was tough. There were some days where we felt like they would restock the storage room on Fridays. Mm -hmm. So that's when you'd like go into the pantry and like they really gave us like, I mean, tons of produce and fish and like good meat and like stuff like that. But towards the end of the week when we don't have much left, you start going to the frozen stuff and you start going to like the pantry and the pastas and this and that because you really just need to do something. And not to mention when you're so bored in the house, you want to like put together like an elaborate, like fun meal. Like that's an activity. So when we had the healthy stuff, we would definitely do. We were always making like, uh, they gave us really good like ahi tuna and like halibut and like really good stuff. So we would like put together fish tacos and all that stuff. But towards the end of the week, it was, it was not good. I mean, that's exactly Kyle and I. We hadn't gone grocery shopping for a while, and it was basically that. And we didn't have any excuse for being, like, sequestered from the world. Yeah, you had no excuse. No. <laughs> okay, but before we get to Big Brother in Los Angeles, you're from New York. Yes. Mm-hmm. Born New Yorker. and raised. Born and raised. Um, so, yeah. Tell Long us. Island. Oh, uh, girl. Long Island, New York. Yeah, I'm from a little town called Plainview. Mm. I feel like... I've heard of that, but that could also be because there's a Plainview, Texas. That's what I thought. And also maybe like, because you know me. That too. (laughs) That too. Um, So how is living in New York? And like, tell us a little bit about your childhood and then how you kind of got into wanting to be a life coach. Yeah. So growing up in New York is actually so cool. And I, I loved my childhood. Being outside of New York City is kind of awesome because you're able to like take the train in like you still live in the suburbs but right you're so close to, like the big city and I grew up doing theater so I would always go see like a Broadway show and my parents would always take me to concerts like music was a big part of my life so um, when I graduated from high school and I always did theater I always did stuff like that growing up when I went to college I decided that I wanted to be a music industry major mm-hmm. I thought I was going to be like the next Ari Gold from Entourage like big time agent like mm-hmm. hot shot like I had the New York thick skin I can do it 
and went through school and had internships every summer with, you know, big companies, Live Nation, this and that. And I got a very good music industry related job right outside of college. And in about seven months, I like really realized that this was not for me. And that's a tough feeling when you go through four years of being a major, you know, music industry major, you committed your education to it. And then all of a sudden you realize when you're in the the real world, this is not it. Mm -hmm. So I started to freak out a little bit, but really quickly, um, I started to think about, you know, what, what was my purpose? Like, what am I meant to, what am I meant to do? And I started to get really into Gabby Bernstein's books. Um, she's a self-help author. I read the book Spirit Junkie by Gabby Bernstein. And all of a sudden, I was hooked. I started reading like a lot of self-help books and, you know, just reading about like meditation and wellness and, and mindset. And I just got so obsessed with it that something clicked in me and I was like, I want to I want to do a life coach certification program like this could be cool because I noticed in my music job that I had we were working with like a ton of well-known artists and I felt like my job as just like a regular executive assistant was kind of transitioning to me like actually talking to these artists telling them like well why is it that you want to do what you're doing because they would all not want to do the VIP meet and greets Mm -hmm. and I'd be like well why are you doing music like what was the reason you got into this in the first place like encouraging them and I was like Life coaching, like this is what I want to do. Yeah. So I found a program called IPEC. It's a nine-month certification program. You need to do a certain amount of free hours and go through the whole program. And I got it. And um, it's just everything changed from that point on. Then I got my guided meditation certification. And you, when you realize what your purpose is, everything aligns. Everything. It was like I got over that fear of what's going to happen when I leave this corporate music job what are my, I mean, my family, they were like, what the, what is going on with you? Like, you are not doing this. But when you are, I'm under the belief that when you're aligned with your purpose, everything flows, everything. So it's going to work out whether you like it or not. And that's, that's how it happened for me. That's awesome. Before you, um, went to like, had the reading Gabby's books, um, were you practicing meditation or doing any like self-care anything nothing. like that prior to nothing and not only that but in high school I remember my senior year of high school I like had my first panic attack mm-hmm. and it was many months of trying to find out because I'd never had one so I thought it was just a physical thing and you go you know you go to doctors and you're in and out of doctors and you're like what's wrong with me what's wrong with me what's wrong with me and then you realize it's mental and you kind of freak out because you're like, you almost wish in like the sickest way that it was physical because you don't want to come to terms that you might be like experiencing some sort of chemical imbalance. Like that sucks. So, um, yeah, not only was I not into that, but I had anxiety. And once I got into Gabby's books, like so quickly, everything shifted for me. Like I learned how to cope. I mm. trusted so much that like my path was the right one and I trusted the universe and everything just like I just knew it was like this divine moment where I knew that this was it. And it never felt more right, like, in that moment than realizing. And then I started my business. I was like, this is what I'm supposed to do. Took it head on. I quit my job in the music industry when I was in the middle of kind of doing my schooling program. Started my business, Kate Coaching. Started just kind of, like, writing a few blogs, which I haven't written in so long. But I have stuff going. So that's from Betches to Buddhas. And I love the title of your blog. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, now (laughs) that I'm out of the Big Brother house, like, I really need to, like, take it by storm a little bit more. But... I'm still in that transition state because there's a lot 
the, the misconception about life coaching and a lot of people say to me is like you're 24 like who are you to like know more about life and that's not what a life coach is like right. I went mm. through a training program to teach me how to ask empowering questions to make you realize that you have the answer right. sure like I'm an intuitive yeah. and that helps me like kind of get things across and I kind of know what avenue to take someone down but um it's such a frustrating misconception because yeah no I am 24 and yeah I have not lived as much life as you but that does not make me unqualified to change your mindset right totally so yeah that's my life guys and then how did you get to California is that where your program was so no not at all so in November of last year um I moved here to LA so pretty recently yeah it's Mm -hmm. we're coming on a year um but it's been less than a year and I moved here solely because like my intuition told me to like I had a boyfriend in New York at the time like there was no Mm -hmm. I I was in no place to move to LA, Mm -hmm. but I had this like strange calling that like I had to be here Mm -hmm. and I just listened because if I've learned anything through like any book or self-help book or any of that, it's to follow that voice, that inner guidance system. So I did and thank God I did because I moved here. Everything kind of, you know, I immediately got a job at Pure Bar in Woodland Hills. Then automatically from that, I got a job next door in this like tanning salon where I'm spray tanning people. And I remember thinking to myself, like, Keely, you don't want a job at a tanning salon. Like, this is like, this is nothing <laughs> to do with what you're doing for a living. But because of that job, I met a girl. Her name is Brittany, who her and I were chatting one day. And she said to me, we were talking about Big Brother. I was like, I'm such a big fan of the show. She's like, oh, my God, so am I. We were just talking about it. And she's like, you know what, Caitlin? I have a friend that worked here. Like, she just quit recently, and now she's one of the casting people at Big Brother. Like, you should go audition. And I did, and they never stopped calling me, and that's how I got on. So it was like, it was all so, like, the synchronicities were insane, and it was like I was meant to be there, and it's just, I mean, it's been crazy. Can I just say that I always think it's, like, you are my favorite, like, um... Because whenever you think of like a life coach or you think of someone who's really in touch with like spirituality or like health at all, you don't ever think like tanning or <laughs> never, never. Or, Botox or Botox or like anything or like, that. like that. Yeah. And so I love that you are like the perfect blend of like your 90%, 10% of love and light <laughs> totally. and 10% go screw yourself. Totally. Like in the fact that like you live by your own rules. Yeah. And I love that about you where it's like, yeah, I worked at an effing tanning salon. Yeah, like so like so what? I mean and people always say like they, there's a stigma yeah. around it. There's so many, but like people think like, Oh, you're like a life coach and like you're also spiritual and do meditation, like how are you not vegan? Like yeah. I will eat a cheeseburger any day of the week. <laughs> like legitimately any day. Like you wanna go through the in and out drive through? Fine. But it's all about moderation, but mm. like Dang, that's what we should have had here. Uh, no, I like legit had like two milkshakes the past like three. I've been eating so much this week and I had a friend visit, so I'm like out of control. But that being said, it's like you as long as you are like in touch with like who you are, like it doesn't matter. None of it matters. And I come from like a very honest place of being judgment free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you have your moments where like you're in a state of judgment and you can judge other people for what they're doing. But like as long as you could quickly kind of remind yourself and like snap back and say like we are literally all the same. Like I believe that like I am one with 
each, each of you. And like, mm-hmm. you're no better than me and I'm no better yeah. than you. Yeah. So when there's like judgment around kind of what I do for a living, um, it doesn't really affect me because I just know that anyone that takes their time to like trash me on Twitter or the internet, like they're just out of tune with like what they're going through yeah. or it's some sort of deflection. And like, I just pray that they'll kind of get on, you know, on board with like a non-judgmental attitude. Totally. Um, because I'm just not that, but it, it really doesn't bother me to be honest. I love that. My friend, uh, she and I had this like big, long conversation and she started working a job at UT and we obviously are Texas Tech Red Raider people. And she was like, by we, she does not mean John, not John, like me <laughs> as in like me and her, my Is, friend Kate. Um, do you know anyone that went to Texas A&M? Yes. And I, yes. Okay. You, uh, well, my best friend from the show, who like who knows oh. if we're actually best friends now? Like I literally have no idea. She voted to evict me, so like who knows? What the she, heck? She went Is to that Texas A&M. No, well, Rachel is like my best friend post show. Yes. Like her and I are both out, so like we love each other. But when I was in the show, it yes. was a girl Haley. She oh, went to Texas um, A&M. I okay. Heck? So if you're a Texas <laughs> school, yeah, you hate one like one of them more than the other. And I hate A and M irrationally more than I hate you. It's in your blood to do that. Not in my blood. It's more they're annoying. The Aggies. The Aggies are very <laughs> annoying because you want to know how they introduce themselves. I'm sorry if any listeners are Aggies. I'm a Red Raider. I'm sorry. This is just inside Raiders. Me. I don't care at all. So get just your get on up. my side. Um, no. So <laughs> they like introduce themselves. Like if say I went to A and M, I'd be like Amanda, class of two thousand four. <clears throat> Oh, like a hard, brisk yeah, handshake. Yeah, and they always, like, they introduce like the themselves with shake. their class, and then they always wear their rings. Like, one of my best friends also graduated from A&M, and I'm always like, oh. Haley sells those ring wraps. Do you know what that is? No. <laughs> Does it have to do with the 12th man? I don't, I don't Are they know. like the um, like silicone? It's like diamonds here, diamonds here, and then you oh. put your, like, class, your class ring, ring? In inside. How she wore one in the house. I, I dropped out of college. Yeah. So she went to clearly, I don't have a ring. Uh, I have a high school ring. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I hate A&M more than UT. But she got a job at UT. And people were like saying mean stuff like that are Red Raiders to her about wearing like orange or whatever. And she was like, if I were famous at all and people said actual mean things to me i don't think i could handle it so the fact that like you're even able to like show those people grace and like be able to move through it and see that it's their hurt not yours is huge the first 24 no i'd say the first 48 hours out of the big brother house what is that like it feels like you got hit by a bus yeah like actually because you go from having nothing to just being with the same 16 people no outside influence, no social media, no nothing to having everything like thrown on you. And essentially like your reputation has never been worse. Mm -hmm. I feel like Taylor Swift. (laughs) My reputation. (laughs) Anyway, um, what you, Oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. We'll get sued. (laughs) Oh, sorry. My bad. Um, I don't actually know if that's real. I don't think it is. We would just have to pay money. (laughs) I don't know. I'm not in the mood for that. No, no. Um, We can yep over that. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, guys. But yeah, so it's like a really tough feeling because you just feel so alienated and you don't know what's going on. And then you just slowly start to see the things that are said about you and like the moments that you thought no one saw and you're like, oh my God, you saw that? Because even though you're in this house and there are cameras on you 24-7, you somehow 
don't care. So mm-hmm. it's not that you forget that the cameras are on you because you never forget. It's more like you make these decisions and you're more willing to do it because you're not going to get immediate hate for it. Like, yeah. whatever I do, it's I'm going to wait a few weeks till I hear it or like whenever I get yeah. out of the house. Yeah. It's just not, it's not like the immediate thing. So you just are a little more casual with it. But so yeah, the first 24 hours, 48 hours out of the house were not good. I had a choice. It was like by week one where I just kind of said to myself, this is getting ridiculous. Like you are going, you are scrolling, you are trolling, you are seeing yeah. what everyone's saying. You have a choice right now. You're either going to let this bother you or you're going to come back and and let and, and grow from this. And I had like this very like serious moment. And I'll never forget it. And I was driving and I was just like, no, no, no. Like I don't know why I was meant to be on the show yet, but clearly I am meant to be on the show to like kind of bring light to the mindset that I have and a lot of other people have, but it's not spoken about. So I need to, I need to do this for those people. So I just quickly changed my, my viewpoint and I'm genuinely not bitter anymore. Like I'm genuinely so happy and they, they talk shit about me all the time guys, like all the time, but I still love them so much. Um, and yeah, like none of it bothers me. The things that people say about me, it's just, it's not me. It's them. Yeah, like exactly. They're putting it on. It's, I'm just not going to take it on. Yeah. And it's fine. Good for you. Yeah. Thanks. Seriously. I don't think, I mean. You should see the things that people say. <laughs> we should do one of those like Jimmy Fallon things. Have you ever seen? The, on the tweets? Yeah. yeah the Jimmy I'm Kimmel. Like, oh yeah. Jimmy Kimmel where it's like, <laughs> or I could like read and be like, Caitlin, <laughs> like, please go jump off a bridge. <laughs> Why? I always so, think that's so funny that people not funny actually but it's so crazy that people are so invested yes like people can actually not know you at all and have so much anger you, should, you you literally when we're done with this I will show you the direct messages I get on Instagram I mean some are beautiful yes yeah. most of them are like yeah it is very moving to know that because I know that who I am and this whole like metaphysical thing that I'm into, it's not for everyone totally. at all. So I knew that this would be kind of a bloodbath, like a lot of skeptics. I knew that. Yeah. But I also knew on the same hand that with those skeptics, there's going to be a ton of people that get it mm-hmm. and I, I wouldn't care. But like to see those messages from people that are like, you know, you spoke one time about A Course in Miracles, which is a metaphysical text that um, I I'm a teacher and like, you know, I, you said something about the Course in Miracles and I ordered it and I'm reading it and now I'm learning to see life through a lens of love. Like that was why I was on the show, like mm-hmm. for totally. those people. So it's not supposed to resonate with everyone and that's okay. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Screw them. Yeah. Legit. They don't even that. know that's how a 10%. Awesome you are. That's a 10%. 10%. Go effing screw yourself. No, like go F yourself. Yes. <laughs> Hashtag. Well, I just don't know how people have time for it. Me either. Oh, Where do you even get, get a job? Time? I get don't a, get a have job. it. So before you um, like made the leap into life coaching, you like you were talking about like your intuition and stuff. Did you feel like you had like that intuition My about yourself at all? My whole life, yeah. So it's one of those things that like you look back now, especially because mine's like very developed. Where you think back to like certain instances from your childhood or like different things and you're like, oh, or like synchronistic moments and and things like that. But I always knew that I was like very connected to spirit. Yeah. um, When I was young, like when I was in third grade, my grandfather passed away. And it's strange because you're so when you're in third grade, you're so young. And then I, I always say that I felt 
closer to my grandfather when he passed than I did when he was alive because I was so young. But I mean, I, I felt like I saw him always like, which is creepy and like does not mm-hmm. sound normal to a lot of people. But like I would see him at like the foot of my bed and like I was never scared at all. And then um, as the years went on, I would like start like picking up on different things or like seeing different colors around people. I just knew, I always knew it, but I didn't really realize that it was like a thing. I would Mm -hmm. ignore it. And I'd be like, well, like everyone else sees and hear, like I just, I never thought twice about it because it was so not in my realm of anything. So um, honestly, I started getting a little bit more, curious about like what is my level of knowing when like the Long Island medium came out when I was like in middle school like it's just this woman from Long Island and I'm like wait this Uh, is a thing (laughs) I was like this is like actually a thing like people do this so I was always intrigued with her but I didn't like that's when I started to know like that mediumship is a thing yeah Mm -hmm. and then um about two years ago, I saw a very well-known psychic medium on Long Island. And it wasn't because of the psychic stuff. I didn't care about that. But it was more, I was just, I've always been so intrigued with mediumship. And it was then where it, I got the validation that like, oh yeah, like you feel, when I always like feel like a hand on the back of my head. He's like, yep, you're like, when she said your grandfather's coming through and putting his hand on the back of your head, like I knew what that meant for me and, and whatnot. So that kind of validated all of it. But as I've gotten into like the coaching and my own meditation and spirituality and doing Kundalini, which is the meditation I practice, um, it's gotten much stronger. But I mean, it's all such crazy. It's such a crazy topic because and I'm glad we're in 2018 because people are very more so open to it than they ever would be before. We're definitely not going to burn you at a stake. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> it's just You're weird welcome. because like a lot of people are kind of more into it now, but the I don't do any of this. Like, I never asked for this. Like, people always say, like, especially my close friends and family, like, they know me well. They're like, Caitlin could not make this up even if she tried. Like, <laughs> I didn't I didn't grow up with any influences like this. My parents look at me and they're like, you're insane. Like, all the time. Like, this, this was not, like, I literally, I don't want it. Like, they're, well, now, of course, I love yes. it. But, like, there were moments where I'd be like, what is this? Like, I don't need this right yeah. now. Like, I don't need to be picking up on your spirit guides right now. Like, let, let me be a teenager. But um, it just, I mean, it is what it is. Like, yeah. it's so crazy, guys. That's super crazy. And does it influence, like, how you do life coaching? And what are, yeah. like, what are your, like... So I told Caitlin as we were walking up, but I tried to listen to some life coach podcast stuff so I could get an understanding. And I feel like most like people have different kind of stances of like their own pillars of like how they kind of like coach. Probably similar to how you do like nutrition. Exactly. Where it's like it's all kind of like similar. Your your goal is to get someone to be their best self or get them to be able to see the like root issue yeah and like hold them accountable to it but i think everyone has like their different pillars of how they yeah. go towards it so i feel like most people don't really understand the difference between coaching and therapy so yes. what i like to say is that therapy is super past based like past tense so like mm-hmm. you know you're dealing with something from or it could be present too, but like most of the time, a therapist is looking for the root of the issue that came from your past. Mm-hmm. Me as a coach, if you're coming to me as a client, with all due respect, I don't give a shit about your past at all. Like literally <laughs> so at all. It's all Please, open up. <laughs> I'm moving on. I'm going to reside this uh, time, no, please. guys. 
I don't care about your past at all. If you come to me, like, I don't care what you were like in high school. I don't care what the stereotype you were labeled as. I don't care. It's who you are today and who you're trying to be. The person that you are that you're trying to become if it's not who you want to be. So my specific, like, I can do a ton of different coaching, Mm -hmm. but my favorite coaching to do, I like to call life purpose coaching. So I kind of help you and guide you to realize what your purpose is in this world. And with that kind of ask you like what your values are if what you're doing today is in line with your values because if you're not in line with Mm -hmm. your values then you're not living your purpose and things are not going to work out as organically as they should and as a 24 year old I know this from experience because I dropped everything I was 22 years old and immediately got an amazing job in the music industry in New York City and it's not normal like as a Long Island girl to just be like screw it like I'm gonna be like a metaphysical life like that's just it's not normal (laughs) so like to to do that and to have my grandparents like Caitlin are you sure you want to do this it sounds a little crazy like (laughs) to have all of that it's just like yeah like I'm sure like I've always just been so sure of it and because of that like I want to guide people to realize that like this is your because most of you know so like I feel like you guys are aligned in your purpose but there's a lot of people that let's say are in finance or in whatever any sort of job or marketing and they're sitting in their cubicle or their nine to five and they're just like I don't want to be here like I know Mm -hmm. I'm meant to act or like I know I'm meant to do something more creative then do it so like what's the fear what are the Mm fear-based thoughts that are holding you back what are the limited beliefs that are keeping you at that desk Mm -hmm. so we kind of like go through them and we squash those beliefs and make moves if you're not ready to like Mm -hmm. make that move of quitting your job because that's not like what I'm looking for you to do you don't have to but like just trusting the universe and your process like that's what I help people realize it's more about like themselves and how much faith they have in their own you know abilities that's cool as i've gotten older i'm getting so old you are getting so old old. um (laughs) it happens it does as i've gotten older and like i think after having dietrich everything we do i'm always like what are what what are we doing and why are we doing Mm -hmm. it i think that's like really similar to what you're talking about where it's like what's the point of doing this like if you don't love it or if you're just doing it to do it or because it's an expectation then like, is that something when you're on your deathbed that you're going to care that you yeah. put all this time and energy into? Like we, I, I don't know. I yeah. Think, yeah. I mean, clearly there are some things like we have to eat. So yes. we have to have yeah, money. So we have right. to do some things but that we don't want to do. at the same time, but. like realizing, like trying to figure out, woof, saying like a lot today, guys. It's all good. <laughs> Welcome too. to, yep, I did that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I never realized it until one, I started trying to do Instagram stories <laughs> and two, listening back to this podcast and hearing just how many times I say I'm like. I'm so nervous. My West Coast <laughs> you're doing self. So good. You're from the East Coast and you're doing it a bunch. I always am like, I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> no, it's just because I'm, I'm from the West Coast and I was raised in the 90s. I was going to say, it's because <laughs> we are 90s, 90s yeah. children. Well, we're, we're 80s. 80s babies. I'm a 90s You're baby. 90s baby. Yes. But we all grew up in the world of the Clueless 90s. being in our so repertoire. Of, I, I blame Clueless. I blame Clueless too. I for but I'm sure not, I'm blame happy Clueless, Clueless for Amanda. 100%. Um, can we just say, I yesterday Kyle was listening to our Spotify. Side note, we're getting back to you. Um, that... Kyle was listening to our Spotify and we only have one account and it's real dumb Spotify that you don't let multiple people listen to the account whenever they're married. Only mm-hmm. one person can listen. That's dumb. At Spotify. At Spotify. Change your rules. Um, but Change your rules and I'll do like an ad for you. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Make that money. Um, oh, oh God. God. Okay. I, 
I have another story that I want to say. Okay, so yesterday, though, we had a record player, and I tried to play my Clueless record so that Kat or Ellis would start getting all my Clueless, like, love in. But our record player is, like, all wonky, it's such a good so soundtrack. it's, like, whatever. But it's, what's annoying about the record is that it doesn't have the No Doubt song on right. it. Right. We talked mm. about this before. What is Clueless without the No Doubt that's song? That's the song. It's the song. That looks strange. Stupid. Um... The one time, I don't know if you're into tarot at all. Yeah. I'm not at all, but (laughs) (laughs) I was was a bridesmaid in a wedding and uh, they did a reading and the girl, like she has your mentality where she kind of was like in the sense of like allows skeptics to be present and she just kind of doesn't take it super seriously because she's just learning about it. And so she's like, "Ah, I mean, it could be true. It could not be true, but this is like what... The cards are saying whatever. And one of them was a pentacle. And I guess it's like money. And she, we just kept going, make those pentacles. <laughs> I <laughs> like, love that. <laughs> you guys are just so the whole like wedding. drinking a lot. I was. <laughs> we had like wine and we we're like, make those pentacles. <laughs> it's so serious. <laughs> I love that. I don't even Ooh. know what it means. Yeah. It, yep. That's how I feel too. She gets it. Yeah. But You're that not, was for you. It was the make you, the ring. Are you, I want to ask you guys a question. Yeah. Like, are you skeptic? I'm for sure a skeptic. That's fair. I feel like yes, for sure. Well, you know what? I'm a skeptic, but I think I'm also really, like, I believe that the spiritual world is there, but I for sure have different beliefs than you. Yeah. But I'm open to hearing about your beliefs, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that's true. But that's, like, what's so cool, like, I think about the world we live in. Like, you're, like, allowed. And I Mm -hmm. genuinely believe that, like, what's true for you is true for you. What's true for me is true for me. So, I mean... You know, it is what it is. But I actually enjoy having conversations with people that are skeptics, not because I'm trying to, like, persuade someone differently, but Mm -hmm. I actually want to know, like, what it is that you think because that helps develop, like, what I think a little more. Right. Does that make any sense? Oh, I think it makes complete sense. I feel like that's how we expand as humans to, like, be able to see other people's point of view yeah yeah and it, it doesn't mean mm. that you have to change it or it sways yours it just allows Gives you, you to a learn more, more empathy about exactly yeah. where people come from totally yeah. trust me i feel like in theory like i should not be the way i am like honestly like yeah. everything about me screams like i'm a skeptic but like yeah. it just i mean this is how it is there are certain things that like you just cannot control and i do believe that and i believe that there is a lot going on around us Mm -hmm. that we are not aware of yeah always like 100 percent believe that and on that topic i would love to talk about the naturopath thing yes so in a past episode i talked about going to the naturopath and he made me put my hand on like this metal thing and was like reading my energy while he was asking me questions when was this This was earlier this year. Yeah. So like I've had a lot of fertility problems and I was basically there just to see if there was anything and there wasn't. Um, But he didn't ever say like I did this. And the whole time inside, I was like, I feel like you're lie detectoring me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This is probably just looking at my heart rate. But he never said anything. So I never told her her energy. He never told me what it was. So now, so it's unfortunate. I will yeah. say this: like, I don't know who you went to right. or what or what the hell that was. <laughs> Sounds concerning. Me and either. Strange. It was like this metal hand. Wait, the fact that you even like left and didn't say like, so what's up? Like, <laughs> that's what I said. I was like, yeah. how did you leave oh and not God. ask? 
ask for what? your results. I was, it was such a weird. I I tell the whole story in an, uh, I'll have the past. To listen because that's legit. I need answers. Episode. Yeah, like, that's insane. It was just a very odd experience, and I went into that skeptic. Like I am all about natural health and trying, but I did even go into that appointment like so so i have a question for you like like <laughs> like obviously i don't know anything about your fertility issues but has it ever come to a point for you where you just kind of say to yourself this is my path like i'm yeah. meant to be a mom for sure mm-hmm. but it doesn't necessarily matter how like did you ever th- do you ever um, think like that? Or you're like, my body should be doing this. Do I get- don't know. I think it's such a weird, it's such a journey that I think there's like so many things happening at once, mentally, emotionally. So there are times where it's like, that could be the truth. And that's just going to be what it is at this stage of life. I haven't decided like I am completely done. Like I don't even want to go down that path, but I'm like, I am where I'm at. And I, I can't make, we have talked. I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast. Um, and if, But um, we have talked about how um, with that, it it did allow you to be open to adoption. So like in the sense of what you're asking, where it's like she's not closed off to I don't think like this is your story and it's done, but it allowed you to be open to allowing your heart to have adoption right now. Because we always knew we wanted to adopt, but we always thought that that was going to be like in our mid to late 30s and we would have. Like a couple biological children that would be older so that they could be like we could be mm-hmm. bringing it in with like a more established age of children with us. And now that's not our story. Like our story is having a four year old. Totally. So um, with life coach stuff, we watch obviously a ton of Bravo. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. And we have to talk about do you watch Southern Charm? Are we talking about Craig? Yes. <laughs> I was like, I have to mention the life coach. If he's um, <laughs> dating and available, I'm single. So you love Craig. <gasps> I think Craig. He's so Craig. Cute. I think he's so cute. I actually think he'd be super in. Yes, to this whole. Oh my god! For sure. First of all, he has a life coach. Yeah. So like, yeah, he may as well date one. He would I drive agree. you nuts. But, he would drive you nuts. But I feel like he'd oh, be he could be super enlightened. I feel like maybe. She would be the best because Naomi was always like, "You suck, Craig." Who, but I also <laughs> love Naomi. I love, her too. love, love Naomi. No, she's listen? the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. She just wasn't, and she, she's just not as like supportive. Which I mean, I get if I would be incredibly frustrated too. I was incredibly frustrated during the first part of my relationship with Kyle. He literally sat and played Xbox all freaking day while I was <laughs> either at school getting my masters or then I like was working. And then he finally like started working. So, so we get where I get going. where she's coming from. For also, sure, her side eye is one. Of, well, no, Catherine wins side eye, but Naomi yeah. has an amazing side. Yeah. Eye. Wait, also, I'm gonna say this now, and I'm not gonna release any names, but we could talk about it after. One of my house guests has like gone out quite a few times with Shet. <gasps> Oh, oh my god, I'm so excited. Yeah, All like, of my brother like, dreams. Like quite a few times. <laughs> and I would ask her about it because she told me where she's from. Yes. I'm just going to like. Did she? Did she, she said, we I mean, will. this is on live TV, so it doesn't okay. even matter. It was, did she 
did he make her call him daddy? I'm unaware. Like, she didn't get into details. <laughs> For some reason, I feel like that's a thing. One of the house guests was from Hilton Head, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I asked her was, do you know Shep? Do you know Shep? And she was like, any pretty girl from that you? area knows Shep. Yeah. yeah, she's like, do you? And I was like, well, I don't know <laughs> You're Shep, like, I know him from I know, Southern Charm. I know him from afar. <laughs> I know him well enough. <laughs> And she, yeah, she I know him from like, like Thursday night Bravo yeah, exactly but yeah she told me that they would like go out and stuff that's amazing that makes all my Bravo dreams uh, like alive. we yeah. live for these things we'll okay. talk about the details after yes but I need to know what you think about Craig's life coach like what would you be telling Craig if you were his life coach and okay. not trying to date him okay Just strictly life coach Craig needs, desperately needs someone that's, like, going to be there 100% and to let him know that, like, again, kind of like a trust your path thing. Mm -hmm. There's a lot with all of his friends coming at him. There's a lot of, like, do this, do that. Like, everyone's judging him and coming at him. And sometimes your client just needs to be able to breathe and trust the now. Mm -hmm. Like, trust the now. Like, trust your process. So I would do a lot of, like, self-reflection work kind of self-love stuff a lot with him like a lot of kind of knowing who he is work yeah and with that I believe that he wouldn't be as affected by what other people are saying mm-hmm. and then he could figure out like what mm-hmm. does motivate me what you know I'd help him find his purpose in, in a way or help him realize what it is but I would love to know Craig's Enneagram number uh yes mm-hmm. I you, thought about today before we were coming here I was like I wish we sent our guests their Enneagram test so oh, you should have. We'll talk about this. You would later. love it for sure. Oh, totally. Um, whenever, so like with Craig, I think feel like this like goes into just like normal life coach question too. Like she was obviously like, you're a pathological liar and you have to stop lying. Is that one of the like pillars that you would say like as a life coach where you're like, be honest. Like why can't you just be honest with yourself as to why you are where you are, where you can't go? Or are you kind of more like, you're at where you're at. You're at where you're at. Well, I don't condone the lying situation uh-huh. because you're really just lying to yourself. It doesn't matter truthfully about the person that you're lying to because totally. my focus is the client. Yeah. But it's like, you know, you're lying to yourself. So that's why I would do a lot of self-love work because it's like there's obviously something with him that's missing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's it's very clear even just watching an hour episode of Southern Charm. Like, they're as, as beautiful as he is and as confident <laughs> as he comes off, like, there's obviously part of him that does lack confidence yeah. and, like, that, you yeah, know, Yeah, he does strength. seem like he's, like, floating a little bit. Like, yeah. sure. gardening and sewing. And- you, you always know when you meet a person and they know who they are, like, 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I really believe he has the ability to know who he is. I just don't think he has the person in his life that's, kind of cheering him on the way he deserves to yeah. be cheered on. I mean, I feel like he's the perfect representation of most people right now. Just kind of like, or most like people maybe in their 20s or even I like crazy. 30 sometimes. Like where it's just like trying to figure yourself out. He's 30. No. Yeah. No yeah. way. No, 20. I don't have my phone. I, do. I forgot it out we'll there. See, I'm going to look, we'll look it up. Meantime. Craig, how old are you? Um, Craig, but how I feel old like are you? if you think about it, though, like Craig. the other guys are like that. What's Craig's too? last name again? Conover. I totally know. Oh, I follow them know. all on Twitter. Oh, I was like, God. I have no idea. Craig. Oh, uh, I know. I'm Southern like Charm. highly invested in Southern Charm. <laughs> like I'm highly invested in most Bravo shows, Wait, but Southern Charm is like next level for me. I have to tell me. you that the one of the first things I did 
when I got home from Big Brother. Binge Southern Charm, the worst. No, didn't even binge. Didn't even binge. I was just obviously like it's really hard for me to watch TV now, which is a problem. Like especially reality TV, I like have a hard time with it. But I was sitting with my friend Emily at her apartment in New York City, and she just looked at me and said. It's time for us to watch the reunion. Like, I need, <laughs> I need you to watch the reunion. And I was like, but I didn't watch any episode. She was, Caitlin, it's time for you to watch the reunion. It's time. Um, what's her name? Ashley. She, oh, my. She's the most vile human being ever. Uh, I mean, we have to be careful, but seriously. Yeah. Okay, yeah, how about this? What, what she did she was, was shown, disgusting. Yeah, what she was She's, shown on TV, and the things she said were vile. For sure. 100%. Yes. He's 29. I, 29. I wasn't bad. So, uh, that was actually pretty on point. Ashley, how Catherine handled Ashley, I thought was amazing. And I will forever be a team Catherine. Yes. Oh my God. Catherine is obsessed. I have entered like every contest she has. Oh, yeah. She's trying to get us to to hang out with her. Oh, fine. We'll we'll somehow figure it out. I'm going to try to figure it out for us. (laughs) Catherine, so that girl from The Uh Brother said that since she had gone out with Chef so many times she's like gotten lunch with them like so she's met Catherine she's met um what's her name uh Cameron like I love Cameron she said she loved Cameron Cameron's my favorite I know I I was literally like Catherine asking her so many questions about it it wasn't normal the only reason why I love Cameron is because I'm super old AF and and I watched I watched her on real world San Diego because I'm old what Cameron's on yeah that's how she got popular Cameron was on real world San Diego okay Ten more years, yeah. and this can be you. <laughs> well, stay tuned. I'm probably going to be on another show. So. Yes. Oh, wow. Oh, you heard it here first. <laughs> like, literally. What? I don't know. Maybe one day. <gasps> yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, one day. Um, well, with that little fun tidbit. Oh, wait, no, I have to talk about this before you no, move on. No, we're not moving on. Huh? Oh my gosh, oh they're my gosh, amazing. They're the best. She's eating a dark chocolate peanut butter cup from Trader Joe's. If you don't have amazing. Trader Joe's, you're missing out. Put those in the freezer. You're they were in the them. fridge. They yes, are really good. They're okay. the best. I'm going to try So them. we've referenced this a couple times. Tell me. You are the pure bar person. Yes. Who saw the blue around Amanda. Oh and God, I when, when giggle about mood. it all uh-huh. the time. I was very sad. So I want to know <laughs> if there's funny. a color around me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. (laughs) And like, I'm going to try my best to just take it in. There is a color around you, but do you actually like want to know? I do. I want to know. But tell me why you want to know. I'm not trying to like. I want to know mainly just because you saw a color around Amanda. Two, because I never got my energy reading thing from the naturopath. Three, I also want to know if you can hear energy. Like, I I can hear hear energy. Well, I don't hear color. I see color around you. Okay. So you're what's so messed up about you, which is not, <laughs> which, is not you're, which is not, which is not messed oh, up. Gonna be amazing. The aura that I see around you is yellow, which is very intuitive. What does yellow mean? In very intuitive. So like that's it's not happy. It's intuitive. But, but pink is yellow. But pink that's is the happy. part that like confuses me because you say that yeah. you're like not into this stuff, but you're actually so guided, and you. It's almost Thank like you. I think. Okay, I feel like the most that would ever happen to you intuitive-wise, like, it's never going to be, like, what I have, but it'll be, like, you think of that person that you haven't seen in six years, and then all of a sudden they, like, text you five minutes later, or, like, you see them in a grocery store. Yeah. Like, that would be the most, but, like, that's why it's so shocking to me that you're, like, mm, no, like, I'm not into No, that. I think just probably, like, religion-wise, we Which just is probably fine. are different. So yeah. I do believe in 
spiritual stuff. I just view it through a different lens than you, if that makes sense. So it's probably just different lenses. That's fair. I'm yellow. I think that that's Congratulations. Very, that actually you. makes complete sense to me. I mean, I don't know you at all. So, like, I don't know if you actually do you feel like you're intuitive? I feel so anxious right now. Like, I don't know what I feel. <laughs> why, why do you feel anxious? Are you freaking out? I'm always freaking She's out. About I feel that. Freaking out. So, there's why? always I inner turmoil. You to tell me. There's always inner turmoil. That's like who I am. I've actually embraced that this yes. year. That that's who I am, and that's yes, what I created. That's fair. And she's working on it. Yeah, I feel like I'm so much healthier. Yes, <laughs> our, so much. our listeners are like, "All right, Jonna. they're like, uh, we heard you last. <laughs> they're week. like, we're gonna sign off. <laughs> <laughs> we heard you talking about alcohol. Um, <laughs> no, I think I just get anxious because I want to do justice to conversations like this, and I don't know if I, I, I don't feel confident in doing that well. But I'm excited to open it up. Like, I felt anxious when we talked about mental health. Or mm-hmm. I feel anxious about a lot of topics. Don't, babe. You're doing a really great job. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I mean it. No, seriously. It's important to have the perspectives. Like, yeah. you don't you don't need to. It's a limited belief for you to think yeah. that you need to sit here and be like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Like, Well, also, though, like, my, my sister-in-law is, like, she could be sitting here having the same exact conversations with us. Really? So, my sister-in-law is very... Like very similar. I think she's a life. I think she's working on being a life coach. Mm. She told Jonna that she was a Reiki master. Yeah, she is a Reiki. Yeah, what I do pronounce it. Reiki. Oh my god, or speaking Reiki. of Reiki masters, um, Kelsey. <laughs> We've talked about her a lot. I don't know her, but I know of her. Kelsey. I feel like I know her. I feel actually. like I know her too. I do know her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You. You literally do know. Her. I literally do know her. Kelsey, if you have not heard us talk about her before, was on Vanderpump Rules. Naturally. She's the one that was Obs. knocking on Jax's forehead uh-huh. and giving him good energy or something. Whatever. Oh is it what Reiki? What the heck is no, it? They Reiki, were doing. Reiki? Um, I don't even remember. The thing that was like her and Jason. Their heart. She. Um, was it, is his name Jason? Yeah. Jax? Jason? It's, it's Jason. Jason. It's, it's Jason for Kelsey. Yeah. But Jax for... I forgot, I forgot yeah. what it is. It's, um, it's, a, it's a method. It's, t- t- it's, like two, it's three letters. Is it basically to like get just awareness? Kind of. It, it goes through like seven areas of your body. And uh-huh. it's, like, um, it's kind of like a repeat after me thing. It's like a whole thing. It's very okay. like scientifically proven. And I, I just don't know much about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Jason and Kelsey. Jason and Kelsey. Oh okay. my god, Jason and Brittany. Yeah, they're engaged. Well, there's just like a lot I didn't know. Like when I got out of the house, oh, yeah. pop culture wise, yeah. you don't know anything. How long were you there? Okay, so technically the show says I was there for 37 days, but I was actually like sequestered for 50. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so I, in my reality television so world mind, was thinking you were like, Oh, 10 days, like bachelorette style. No, 50. Oh that, my yeah, that's gosh. That's why I'm like, a, the, that's why I'm like, that's why things like trigger me. Yeah, that is but crazy. There are people still on the show. They're there. Like yeah. we could turn on live feeds right now and see what they're doing. I did that for you. Thank I watched you. you eat a watermelon or something. <laughs> is that what she was doing? Were you with me? Did I no, do this by myself? You did that by yourself. I, I watched did it her by, by myself. myself. You were so alone. motivated. I was alone watching you eat. Did a you watermelon watch any episode? No, because okay, okay. We don't let's have just, cable. Let's we well, that's get fair. into this first. Okay. First, I have one question, life coach question. Yeah, and then we're gonna just sit and dive for into a bit. Big Brother. Um, so just so like our listeners can be getting the most out of like you and like yeah. what we can be doing to 
push ourselves to get to the point of like where we want to be. So like I am, I'm just going to use me as an example and they could be our listeners as well. I sit in ideas all the time. So what would be things that you as like a coach would help someone like be motivated to take their ideas and do them and do them. Okay. So this is my favorite thing to do because I do this all the time. You write down, take out your journal, whatever it is, get yourself a journal. Let it be just for ideas. Like start from the top, go to a craft store, whatever you need to do, get yourself a really pretty journal. Mm -hmm. And it's specifically for these tiny mad ideas that are going on in your head. Write the date, write like really quickly what the idea is on the top and then write what is like the minimum, like just do like a bullet. Like what's the minimum thing that you can do today? Like today in this moment to be like one step closer to this happening. So let's say your idea is you want to write a new blog for your website. Yeah. Great. What's, what is the smallest thing that I can achieve by the end of the day that will get me one step closer to this goal? And you just write, um, come up with the title. Or like, come, whatever, great. Mm-hmm. Then write the, the biggest thing you could do to be like there. So obviously you make, you make it impossible. You say like finish it and publish it or like publish yeah. it, it's done. Then you figure out after looking at those, what is the realistic thing that I could achieve by the end of the day? Like give yourself that ability. To, so then you could say like, um, like outline it, great do that like give yourself by the end of the day outline it so then it's and it's every day you do that if you're that serious and then that also helps you realize like if you actually care about the idea because if you care about the idea you're going to make time to do it of course with the exception of like one day if you like want to go to the beach and like drink with your friends like sure like live your life but like that will start to show you like okay am I actually that obsessed with this idea because only the ideas that you're obsessed with are the ones that are like worth doing they come to fruition exactly hence why I have a podcast exactly (laughs) I'm so proud of you right now exactly I'm just getting so proud of you no but it's the truth (laughs) so if it's meant to happen it's going to obviously but if you want to speed up that process do that it's like the least thing you could do the most and like What's realistic? I do that literally every day. Ah. I think those are super awesome things that I feel like you can do are attainable. I yeah. think that would be super good for you too. Agreed. I mean, it'd probably be good for me too, but yes. I <laughs> but do for feel sure for me. Like it's better for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does that help at all? I think no, I'm sure it feeling like I'm just flipping. I mean, that's why I own this. She just bought that. Well, I, I just bought this. Is like, that you from just Anthropology? Bought yourself a pretty no, journal. it's from Target. Oh, cute. Yeah, but then I wrote. Uh, purely parent nutrition and YIDT get shit done notebook. Oh, love, 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 Look love. Are you not proud of her? Yeah, that's amazing. So awesome. Yeah, and so I've been writing like I have client stuff in here. I have all all my ideas. No, that's and so perfect. it's been like I'm proud of you. Thank you. Yeah, this is amazing. You're gonna like be able to do it. That's It'll like help. super awesome to hear too i feel like so many people and look could at like all this nutrition that. stuff happening right now it was the journal it was the journal <laughs> it, was <laughs> it was the journal it was the journal and my new shoes i like those shoes. i also was staring at those Thank walking you. up They're i will cool. never be a shoe person but i love looking at shoes on other people i really want a pair of platform vans do you know Ooh, what i'm talking yeah. about uh, yes i like love those Cute. i'm sure we you we could get you some um, hey Vans. Vans. At Vans. <laughs> Advertisements are literally my favorite thing right now. They're the best. They, I mean, I people, love that I say that and I'm like, 
We know everything about it because we are all Doing about it. the bachelor world. Oh my gosh, no. yes. Oh my god, guys, and just, we all just letting you know. That's all they do. Yeah. But, and do you judge them for it? Because no. I'll tell you right now, it is the best thing ever we to 100% be ever. are like they're no. living their best life and how do we get there but I will tell I'm you I'm gonna write that in my notebook yeah. before I went on the show there were I would always say like there is no way you'll find me doing like like sugar bear hair and things like yeah. that that fit fun um, that fit fun we're box. working on an affiliate <gasps> so don't worry oh my gosh so I'm just gonna say um, as soon as Do you, you want to try off, some stuff, yeah. When I but get then, the as soon as you got like off the show, mm-hmm. um, we were talking to our our, our former boss, or your former boss, my current boss, oh, um, Stacy. We we're talking <laughs> about Stacy. Oh, shout out Stacy Bay. Stacy Bay. Follow me on Instagram. She's awesome. met her a couple times. Yeah, you met Stacy. Um, and she's awesome. But we were talking. I was like, um, don't you even worry about Caitlyn. She's about to get that fat fit fun. <laughs> <laughs> or right. no, the box, the box that everybody cooks with. Yes. What is that? Oh, like home, home chef. Home, home, home chef. Fresh. Home no, fresh. Hello fresh. Hello, hello fresh. fresh. Hello fresh. That's it. Yeah, there's. A I'm, few I'm just waiting works. to see a picture of you in a stark white kitchen oh, cutting a vegetable. Yeah, hundred percent. But the one thing <laughs> is that I'm trying to stay true to because yes. this does not happen with a lot of reality people. Like. There's a few things that you will never see me advertise. I feel like that's awesome. Like, you will never see me advertise for a, like, curb, like, an appetite curb, like, lollipop or anything like that. that. I I mean, it's just, first of all, it's not me. Like, I'm totally into, like, women's empowerment and especially, Mm -hmm. like, that is just such body shaming, in my yeah. opinion. Like, you don't need to have a lollipop that curbs your appetite. No. Like, please eat what you want to eat. Yes. So, um, that will never be me. And there's part of you, of course, for a second when you find out how much they pay uh, for yeah. you to post one photo. Yeah, it's tempting. Yeah, yeah you think to yourself, yeah, like, everyone's going to forget about it. But it kind of comes back to... Your values. Your values and your purpose. How is this adding to me? How is this adding to you? It's not Mm -hmm. going to. And when you are in line with your values, it's like other opportunities are going to come that make way more sense. Like a crystal company or whatever. How about a crystal dildo? Yeah, yeah. Have I talked about that on the podcast No, we haven't. But those are about to be Uh, at free people. Or they are at free people. free people. You can get a freaking... Crystal, Crystal dildo. dildo. It's rose quartz. Oh, there's a couple. I you guys have to go look. I wish I brought it in. I'm oh my is there like an amethyst? Like I'm freaking out. That is it's the crazy. we're going to we were going First to do off, like a super that's a crazy rock. Wait, there's a rock being inserted. Yeah. Yes. It's okay. Okay, so good energy. I know that you're you like crystals. So I was gonna say it's sending so many good positive vibes. Like I essentially I get it, the, but the, like the year. I need to like see it first. Like yeah. I get I understand, but yeah. I mean, were you in the house yet for uh Beverly Hills? I was in the house for all of it. Oh my god. New York. I just <gasps> I ju- I saw I didn't see it. <sighs> I saw the finale, uh, part two of the finale. Has there been three of the parts? reunion? It's called Shock Rubs. <sighs> Shut up. <laughs> oh my God. $150 rose quartz <gasps> dildo. And that's just what it is. Oh my God. It's Guys. a thing. I spent. Imagine s- if you see me. Uh, I mean, I hope I, I hope see I you see doing. You. It. No, I hope <laughs> I see you posting a photo with it next to your face, and you're like, "Guys, this is my ad for chakras." <laughs> Never. <laughs> Look, oh. you can roll it on your face. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then like the company reaches out to me they're like you, you gotta delete it and do it again um, bad no one rolling our crystal dildo on your face <laughs> yeah, guys out. it's like jade rolling if they, but with a dildo truthfully there's no amount of money that they could pay me to do that I swear. but they could pay you money to try it probably. I just really <laughs> like just to try it and to give my feedback the title 100%. is shock rubs that's that the company's so name. That's amazing. I spent so smart. legitimately probably like 30 or 45 minutes. They have a ton of stuff. That's not the only product they have. It's all like sex toy kind of stuff? Yeah, but it's all crystals. That is, uh, that is so smart for whoever came up with that. I mean, they're making money. Clearly. Clearly. They're at free people. Wow. I hope you get the water bottle company. Oh, goodness. Yes. Well, no, the crystal water bottles. Oh, we could probably figure that out. Oh, I think they're I, I I'm I think they're funny, but I think they're beautiful. No, so we we the ones that like have the crystal in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're expensive. They're How much so are they? expensive. They're like a hundred and something dollars for a water bottle. For a water bottle. bottle. Crystal. Um, I think they're beautiful. Um, which it's the aesthetic. Yeah, it's all the aesthetic. And I, uh, a girl at Pure Bar, actually had one, and uh, we had talked about it because we are skeptics, so we automatically are like, why are people spending this and much money? And why didn't I think about putting a pretty rock exactly. in a water bottle and charging $150? It really comes down to this. Yeah. Like, here's the bottom line. We're all out here in this crazy world trying to do our yes. best to yeah. stay happy. Yes. And if that is going to make you the happiest exactly. person you know, buy the screw water it. Exactly. Buy the water <laughs> bottle. Buy it. Exactly. And that's what like, I was like, hey, I just need to ask you about this water bottle to be like why did you buy this and she was like i i mean i like crystals it's fine it's not even about the crystal it's like i just wanted to like have something beautiful that i love to realize that like i also need to love myself that's and so it's like i need i I also need to remember to drink more water and so like if i have something beautiful next to me so much money yeah i will be using water and i'm gonna keep it with me and i'm gonna cherish it and like I'm just going to care about it as much as I I should be caring for myself. That's such a good answer. Yeah, and so I was like, that's super awesome. She's like, it's not about the crystal. It's and does about she have the, like, the shelf? That's the biggest question. Of the this. what? The pure ball shelf. Oh, she totally has the ledge. Of course she does. Ledge, whatever it is. Oh, uh, we're talking about ledge right now. <laughs> no, I for sure don't have that I'm as a- I'm popping this peanut butter. <laughs> I haven't taken a pure bar class since before. Amanda is the best and oh, also oh yeah the best she was uh, the first the um, class i took when i when i moved here and i was like going in for training to work at pure bar and then i was like i'll just th- jump in this town i was like go jump into the class and i was like <gasps> <laughs> but it was so good Amanda's i've done really- it a couple times oh my god remember like the three times i took in power and i was like yes <laughs> you're like i can't do this I just go into child's pose a lot. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. <laughs> it's important. It's okay. Okay. I'm taking some me time. I'm just taking it's, me time right it's, now. It's really important. It's really about that. It's, it's grinding. Fine. It's grinding. Um, I have definitely, um, as an instructor, I allow you th- to do that, but then I'm also like, remember why you're here. Y'all, she yeah, says, I love oh, your adjustments. Great work, Jonna. And I'm like, no, like, don't well, even talk to me. That's what Stacey used to do to me. Like, I'd be like taking a break. Like, I wouldn't be doing something. And she'd just be like, great job, Caitlin. Like, as I'm like literally sitting there like this. I do that to my friends. And it's Mary, my our friend, will come take class. And then she'll, oh, no, I was saying the time. She'll oh. uh, look at me and just flip me off while we're yeah, I'm I teaching. I feel like I've done that to Stacey yeah. quite a few times. It's fine. Okay, so now, Big Brother. What do you want to know? Okay, so so you asked if I'd watched any of the real episodes. And the answer is no. The MI. answer was for sure no. Um, 
so can you just tell me what Big Brother is? <laughs> to make a long story short, because it is very So expensive. you're competing in, okay, you're sequestered in a house. Mm-hmm. This is. I'll tell you what I know, and sure. you tell me if it's right or wrong. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so you're sequestered in a house, and then you um, are doing competitive things, and then you vote to keep people in or not. Fair, yes. So basically, 16 people put in a house on the CBS lot, cameras on you 24-7, you yes. are sequestered from the outside world, and you are competing to win $500,000. Okay. So, Which is a lot of money. That's um, a huge amount of money. A lot of, like, life-changing money. Yeah. Even, like, taxes taken out. That's yeah, a still a lot of money. ton of money. So, um, so excited that I didn't get it. But anyway, <laughs> um, so basically what happens is, it's, it's okay, have been fun. So what happens is, um, at the beginning of every week, there's a competition, whether it's a mental comp or a physical comp, where someone wins the head of households. Okay. I was lucky enough to actually have that position on week two. I was the second head of households of the summer. Holla. First girl, the whole thing. Live on television, I become head of households. Amazing. It's my responsibility of head of households to put two of the house guests on the block to possibly get nominated for eviction that week. Okay. So let's say I become head of households. I put you two up. Okay. You two sit on the block. Now we have a competition called the Veto Comp, where you two and then a few random house guests that we pick out of a hat compete in the power of veto. Amanda, let's say you win the power of veto. Okay. You now get to take yourself off the block. And it's my responsibility now as HOH to put someone out in your your space. And I would still be up. You'd be there. So let's say I put up... Kyle. Okay. So now it's you and Kyle. Like, you guys are sitting on the block on live eviction night, which is every Thursday. And then the house will vote which one's going home. Let's say neither of you win the veto. And, like, Stacy wins. Okay. And she's your best friend in the house. She can take one of you off. Or she could choose not to use it. So sometimes, like, it's nice. Just because you two are on the block and one of you doesn't win doesn't mean because one of your best friends could win or someone you're in alliance with. So my particular week that I was put on the block, I was put on the block with my best friend Haley. Uh And I had a very, very, very good friend in the house. His name was Fessy. We became, like, so close immediately. Like, day one best friends. And... I didn't know this, but him and Haley were kind of in a showmance. Uh. And Fessy and I had an agreement right before my veto competition that I would throw him the comp. I would purposely lose so that he could win and not only save himself, but save me. Because we were nervous that if I won, he was going to be the replacement. Okay. So we had a whole agreement. So I threw it to him. I could have easily won. I lost by one point. I threw him the competition. Yeah. And he he saved Haley. He didn't save me. And when mm-hmm. I go back and I watch it, I understand it because yeah. he fell for her. But totally. But yeah, he didn't he didn't save me. And then I went home that week. And so, so that's yeah. why Haley voted against you because she was either herself or you. It was a vote from nine to one. No, no, Haley. Haley, at Haley this point was her is, best friend. Yeah, like at, she had to vote to evict me because it's almost like if the house you don't want to do what the house isn't doing right. especially it, if you're the one that's going to be saved. I was a physical threat at that point yeah. I had the, who I was up against I was up against this girl named Rockstar her name's Angela but we call her Rockstar Rockstar can't win a competition she wasn't really good at anything at that point I had one HOH I sent someone home that I was like I was a threat so it made more sense for everyone else to just get me home and it was right. Drama who you sent home correct? it was who? It was drama. I said oh, drama. Oh, oh, yeah. It was it was drama. Yeah. 
Yeah, who okay. I sent home. Yeah, yeah, because what happened was my my week that I ended up backdooring is what they call. So he had no idea. That so, has a that's a double entendre. Oh, if I've it ever totally heard was. It is. <laughs> I backdoored this guy Swaggy C. Okay, he was in my alliance. Okay, but he had been going around talking shit about me that whole week, and I was like, "Get out! Like I yeah. don't want you here." So um, I put two people on the block that. Scotty and Winston, who I had no intentions of sending home. Yeah. My friend Tyler, who who knows what we are anymore. Yeah. He won the veto, and he I told him to use it on Scotty, so he took Scotty off, and then it was my responsibility to put someone up, and I totally blindsided Swaggy, and he ended up going home that week. So I was making big moves really early, yeah. and people were just kind of scared about that, which I understand. That I'd send sense. me home, too, if I were them. Yeah. You're like, uh, she's not playing it safe. I can't trust her. Yeah, exactly. Bye. I get it. Crazy. So if I, like, before you were going into the show, did you have, like, because you obviously were a fan of the show. So did you have, like, taking, like, your, like, kind of life where you're kind of more about, like, uh, empowerment, spirituality, that sort of thing. But then, like, an alliance kind of feels, like, not that. So, like, how did you feel? Like, did you have the intentions to, like, be in an alliance? Did you have a game plan going into the house? Like, what... My game plan was, like, honestly not to have one. Like, just to, like, make, like, get to know people for who they were. And, like, that was it. And, unfortunately, it was tough because I was under this impression that people were playing the same type of game as me. And I I forgot that there would be people that were going to lie and manipulate and go behind my back. And it became very personal for me, especially because I'm someone that is sensitive and, like, plays with my heart on my sleeve and I'm just that's just who I am so it's difficult it was difficult and it didn't it didn't help like had I got into that house way more strategic way more like I'm here to win I don't care about any of these people but that's not me totally and I can't regret that because I just was not fit for a manipulative kind of show like that which is weird because you're going in you're like I have to live with these people but also I'm supposed to be playing against these people yeah it's tough and for some people they can do it some people are very they can easily be more attached to the money and and and, you know I wish in a way that I was but on the other hand you almost have to look at it like it's a job Oh, a hundred percent. Instead of like, 100%. oh, I'm just stuck here living here. Yeah. 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 It can't, it's not camp. It's. I, I thought it was camp. That's yeah. my friends and family would laugh. They'd be like, Caitlin, we would literally watch you. And we, we, we thought you thought that you were at sleepaway camp. Like just hanging out with your friends. <laughs> and I'm like, I did. Like I actually did. <laughs> I honestly. That's what I did feel. Yeah. yeah. I honestly feel like I would be like that too. We've talked a lot that um, I am. Are you a Parks and Rec fan? Love. I'm Jerry. She's you for sure Jerry. Jerry. Look at Jerry. <laughs> I laughed so hard when we came to that realization. Aww. So I feel like maybe I could win Jerry. because no one would remember I was there. Aww. No, they would. They would. They would. Like, on the well, show? No, Jerry's not a threat. You would break. <laughs> yeah. You would crack. <laughs> you would win. I would. I would crack. You should I try would to go just on it. Scream. Oh my god. I gosh. would be the worst. You would be I also really entertaining be away from to watch Ellis for me. Can't be away from your kid. No. I'm definitely I can't. I'm Anne I'm a mix of Anne and Leslie Nope. Yes. A mix of <laughs> Anne and Leslie. Yeah. Who Anne, am I? I was not happy about being Anne. You're for sure Chris. You think? Yeah. For sure. Oh my Chris. gosh, Chris Trigger. Yes. With a mix of oh, like no ten percent is April, but Bessie, you're ninety percent. Oh yeah, like ten percent April. That's yeah. what I would always do in the house. You'd be like this is literally the best day of my life. <laughs> okay, that's it. 
I called it. You did I call that. Paris's that was good. Enneagram number. Uh, I was really her good. Parks and Rec character. That's my yellow. That's your yellow. That's See, my that's yellow. Your intuitive. <laughs> I think very, you are very intuitive. Yeah, I mean, sorry. It's just what the color says. <laughs> it's what the color. I think it's. Can great. we know Amanda's color when she's not sad? Well, blue. Okay, first of all, blue is not a. She is blue, and that's not a sad color. You're but, always blue. <laughs> that's Jerry. not a sad color at all. It's actually a very sensitive color, but. When you walked in that day, like you're like a lighter blue. You it was dark. Like I mean, it, and you didn't even say anything. You just walked in. I'm like, what happened? Yeah, <laughs> that was a weird thing. There was like lightning bolts behind you. No, it was, it was just, just it was just it was different. So like I knew something was up. But I was very sad that day. Yeah, you were um, sad that day. Well, that's is is blue a good color? Absolutely. Okay, it's, cool. It's is like, every color a good? color? Every color is a good. There's there are people that think like a red color is a bad color well it's just because it's easy I it's would wonder, i'd be yeah, curious no. about black i've never seen black is I'm, that just like death i've, I've never <laughs> seen anyone or being black so i don't know i don't know um i went to a tea party this week oh yeah That's for our fun. friend i was supposed sorry, to sorry this that. is random no, but please. it ties into the color um so one of our really good friends jess who listens to this podcast actually hi jess um while she's working and nobody knows that she knows us (laughs) and she like blasts it uh so this might be her outing i don't know um and then they like disagree with us to her and she has never told them that like we're her really good friends so it's really funny i got scoops but she is like this amazing florist but she just does it on the side um and she did flowers for a wedding and so to say thank you, this girl and her mom, who's from England, threw a tea party, like a legit tea party for her. And I did not know what to expect going in. Sorry, this is like an aside, but it's it's going to tie in with like a pretty little bow. We trust you. So I believe you. we walk in and I'm like, cool, a tea party. Like we all get to wear hats and dresses and we're going to drink tea. We walk in. It was like a proper high tea. They had a chef. Ugh. Amanda missed it. I missed it because no one can watch it. It was, there was moments, I love food a lot. Yes. And there was moments when I took a bite of the, one, the quiche, and then two, the cheesecake that she made. I almost cried. It was so delicious. Ugh. And so Jess's favorite color is yellow. Didn't know that. And they themed the whole tea party yellow. Every part of it, every piece of food that we put in our mouth had yellow incorporated in a natural way like they ordered edible yellow flowers that's super cool everything all of the china had yellow they had infused waters one of them had pineapple one of them had lemon everything had yellow how thoughtful is that super soft it was really thoughtful and it was just because a high tea for me i'm Available. Or a just because you're awesome. Yeah. That's literally yeah. what this was. A welcome That's home. amazing. Yeah. It was gorgeous. And we actually, we talked about spiritual stuff the whole time. That's amazing. <laughs> I feel like really? that's, were you a driving force in that? I, um, this is going to have to be an after conversation because okay, this could cool. go long. Cool. There- <laughs> guys, also happy Rosh Hashanah, even though none of you guys are Jewish. Hey, but no, I did happy know- Rosh Hashanah to, to you. you. L'shana Tova. That's what it means. It means happy new year. Ah. Hag Sameach. And that means fall's official, right? Officially fall. Yeah. I think it's 100 just degrees outside. Randomly read that that's when, that's when fall starts is Rosh Hashanah. Interesting. I'm like in the middle of, I have camp friends that are in town that were like having a Rosh Hashanah dinner tonight. So like, they're like, please make sure you pick up the challah and like the roast chicken. And I'm like, Guys, I'm busy on if I did that. Like, yeah, guys. For real. Calm We're down. over here with our peanut butter cups. 
celebrating hard. Yeah. But they're delicious, and I'm going to have at least two more. Yes. You should. There you go. Okay. Well, that was derailed, but yellow just must yellow. be. Yellow. No, it's like around you, my God. <laughs> maybe it was hey. a tea party. Yeah, maybe it's just you're picking I was up on the tea party. You're picking up on all the party. No, I not love at it. All. It's permanent. <laughs> it's permanent. It's fine. What's I'm, your color? Has anyone ever told you? Purple. What's purple mean? It's like the highest form of spirituality. Like, uh, like no, I'm not like, it's not like. You're like, oh my I'm God. I'm basically the queen of I'm spirituality. I'm pretty much the queen of spirituality. It, it just means <laughs> that, it means that like my third eye is like open to it. Someone did walk up to my child. So I come from Arizona mm-hmm. and I had Dietrich who he is an old soul. Like he's always been yes. like this little old man and he's four and a half and he would sit here. We put him in preschool because he told us his best friends were all of our friends. Like mm-hmm. we were like, who's your best friends? And he named off like five adults. And I was like, okay, it's time for <laughs> preschool now. Cause you need a child friend. But that's so cute. Yes. So cute. But he was probably like eight months old and he, I had him in a wrap at Trader Joe's in Toluca Lake no stalkers. Please do not come get me. And um, (laughs) someone walked up to us and I was like, and he said, I'm so sorry, but I have to say your child has such an insane third eye. I believe it. And I was like, well, thank you. And then I walked away with my baby. in my (laughs) I believe it. So maybe Dietrich's purple. Maybe. (laughs) One day. Can you tell from pictures? Okay. But actually not with babies. He's Not with babies. He's like four. Okay, maybe. We'll see. We'll yeah, try yeah, it later. Yeah, we'll yeah. I want to dig into more Big Brother stuff. Yes. Yeah. So if there's anything you could say now outside of the house that maybe you haven't said or that you would like to be on the record here, yeah. what would you like to say? Like, is there something you'd like to say to fans or something that you would like to get out there that you feel like you didn't get the chance to get out yeah, there? Yeah, that's a good question. I feel like since being off the show, I've taken the opportunity to like recognize the platform that I have and I like to be as authentic as possible even when I do like an Instagram live or I tweet mm-hmm. about it so there's not a lot that fans of the show don't know about me mm-hmm. but I think it all just kind of comes back to trying to come from a, a judgment free place because nobody mm-hmm. unless even the people that were in the house nobody knows what I experienced and nobody knows you know, where my heart went or where it stayed or where, you know, where it's going. And I feel like the judgment and the hate that I've gotten has been so sad. It's disappointing. It's not affecting me, but it's disappointing. And mm. I I want better from, from viewers. Yeah. And it has nothing even to do with me anymore. If I could say one thing to you guys, it would be to not even judge the people that are currently on. Mm-hmm. Because I only went through 37 days of it. And like, People have been in there now for 79. That is That's so crazy. It goes up till 99 days. Oh, my god! And I have the finale on the 26th, and I have to go back for live. I'm, I'm very, like, I think I'm okay to go, mm-hmm. and I'm going to go. I have to well, have yeah. a choice. But it's going to be a very surreal moment when I walk back up on that stage. And, and you see, see all those people. Face those people. Because there's a lot of conversations that, that need to be had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For healing them. or, like... For the closure, yeah. truthfully. So... It's disappointing, um, you know, some of the things that had happened from it. But ultimately, like, I wouldn't take it back. It was still such a cool experience. And I would 100% do it again. I think a lot of people. So, like, when we watch The Bachelorette or The Mm -hmm. Bachelor, which is, like, our Our bread and butter. I think people 
it's easy to think this isn't real life, but yeah. would you say like that was real life for me? So when you're looking at these people or making these judgments on people, that's actually what they're living. It's yeah. in a weird place, but that's really where they're at. It's really hard. I said before, but it's really hard for me to watch reality television now because I used to be someone that watched and like loved. And now I feel way more sensitive to them because mm-hmm. it's so real for us. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that that's really it. It's it. You can't you can't judge something you don't know. And there are some things like at least with maybe like a Bravo show, you you know when the cam you know when the cameras are going to be there. Like yeah. you can compartmentalize. Mm-hmm. But with what you were on, like was there was just no compartmentalizing. And no, yeah. is and there no. Ba- is there like can you go in the bathroom without a camera? Yeah, I mean the there's one. The, the bathroom is pretty big, but then like to actually use the bathroom, like a stall wise, like mm-hmm. yeah, you're not being recorded. Like you're yeah. fine. But then they have like sound just in case you go in there, probably huh? with a mic. There's like a GoPro at the top that they would turn on if, like, God forbid, I went in there and had a conversation with someone. <laughs> oh you're like, ugh, yeah, that's a ugh. lot. It's my that's life, so guys. Crazy. But it was still so. I mean, you wouldn't I made, trade it. The best I wouldn't experience. trade it. Yeah, and I'm just I'm excited for the finale because the closure needs to be had. But I would also like to like be friends with these people forever. Yeah. They're my mm-hmm. family at this point, which again sounds crazy, but I don't think it sounds crazy. You guys have gone through something incredibly special that only like you guys went through. Handful yeah. of people have been through, but you guys have been specifically within this world. Yeah, at this time, and so I mean, you have a connection that you can't ever. Right. Ever. No, they're family. You know? They're yeah. literally family. And I miss them a lot. I do. And there's always the family members that are like rub you the wrong way. <laughs> so, so, but they're still family. Still love them. They're still family. Still family and still love them. Doesn't mean you it's have to good. go over to their house for coffee. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> no. I'll send them a card for the holidays. Yeah. Um, so one last big brother question. Yeah. Um, I know you've probably been asked this a lot because obviously how you didn't get back into the house. Oh, my God. Do you know how she didn't get back into no. the house? So she <laughs> she had the chance to be back in the house, and she had put together a puzzle of herself. What happened was I was evicted yes. nine to one. When That's you're evicted, a mind F. When you're evicted live on TV, you have a few seconds to grab your bag, say goodbye, and walk out the front door. Julie Chen comes up by a vote, nine to one. Caitlin, you're evicted from the Big Brother house. I stand up. I give Rockstar a hug, give Tyler a hug. And then all of a sudden on the TV in front of us, a plus one shows up. And you hear like a bing. And Julie Chen comes up and goes, Caitlin, it's time for me to tell you that uh, week one, Sam won the bonus life power app and she never used it. So it automatically got drawn to you. You have a few minutes to just go upstairs, complete the challenge. You have a chance to get back in this house. And I'm freaking, yeah. I just got the chills talking about it. I, yeah. I'm freaking out. But when I see the plus one, because I knew there was a chance that I was going to get back in the house because Sam, this girl that won this app, she was actually HOH that week and she put me up. And she said during our veto replacement nominee ceremony, guys, I want to let you know that I had the power app. I didn't use it. And now one of you have a chance to come back in this game, but it doesn't register. And you're like, whatever. Yeah. 
when I see the plus one on the on the thing and Julie comes on, I'm like, oh my God, I don't have to do anything. I have like a plus one. I have a bonus life. Like I'm yeah. in. But then, and I like fall to the ground. I'm so excited. But then she tells me, you have to go upstairs and like compete in a challenge. If you, if you do it, you're back in the game. So all on live TV, I go up the stairs. I go into a room. My house guests get to sit down, watch me through the TV doing this challenge as well as uh, millions of other people in America yeah, yeah. and a live studio audience that's watching me from outside the house. All I had to do was put together like a seven-piece puzzle of myself that they constructed of me. Um, it was constructed on one side. I had to take it apart, put it through a glass door, and then construct it on the other side. I put it, and I had two minutes and 30 seconds to do it, which is more than enough time. Yeah. I take all the pieces apart. I put them under the door, and I have this moment. I'm like, I put it, I put it all together on the floor. Like, I put it together on the floor, and I go to, like, lift it to, like, because it needs to be standing, and I can't lift it. And I hear this voice saying, just stop. Like, you don't have to do it. And I li- you see me stop. Like, I literally stop. And you hear people scream, like, go! Like, because as much as they voted to evict me, like, I think everyone was still rooting for, you know, yeah. that excitement. Yeah. And I just... I knew in that moment that it wasn't meant to happen for me. And I still, it was a brief second. And then I still tried to put it all together because I've, I thought about people that could have been rooting for me at home. And I, I knew, I knew that there was no way I was going to get it together. And you have to see that, I mean, I was, all I had to do was put these two pieces together and that was it. But I walked out of the house and that was it. So people were frustrated with me, but I wasn't meant to. Were they frustrated with you because you didn't do the puzzle? Yeah, they were, they were like, I mean, I get people saying the most ridiculous, like, you're an idiot. Like, how do you not put together a six-piece puzzle? Like, are you, And I get that in theory, but nobody understands the pressure that I went through. Millions of people watching you, 9 to 1, nobody wants you there anymore. And, like, now yeah. I have to put this together. Like, I couldn't. I couldn't pull it off. And I wasn't meant to, and it's fine. Guys, it's like whenever I watch American Ninja Warrior. I think I can do that. You can't. I can't. You cannot. I can't put together a puzzle whenever people don't want me there. I and then never I have all think these I could do American Ninja <laughs> oh, Warrior. I always think I can I'm do like, it. I'm like, I would <laughs> swing off and then just eat. <laughs> just eat. You it. would fall yep, on the first obstacle. For so sure. Would I. I would just slide right down the swing. I would hope that maybe I would have some upper body strength to like carry me over. Yeah, absolutely but I mean, not. No, I would not be able to do the puzzle I mean, if either. out of the two of us, you would definitely be the American Ninja Warrior. One of the competitions I was in, um, it was it was an HOH competition, and we had to hang from this tree for, like, as long as possible. I did one of the best. I came in third. I was up on that tree for about an hour and five minutes, and I owe it all to Pure Bar because I was doing, like, the tree. You'd be standing up against it. You have no room. You have to keep your feet on this, like, thing. I'll show you the video of it after. And then the tree would lean down and up, and you get hit by stuff, and it was all about just, like, having that strength, like, full-body strength. And yes. I was – I the only reason why I fell is because my hand slipped. Yes. You're like, guys – Hey, if you go on Big Brother, you should probably take Pure Bar before. Oh, 100%. Great prep. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> okay. So now this is the time, unless you have more questions about Big Brother or you have anything else you want to get off your chest no, for Big Brother. Okay. Um, we have a couple like last, last minute questions. Yes. Please. Okay. First off, if you were going to be on one of the Real Housewife franchise... Which one would you be on? New York, 100%. Okay. We didn't know. We were like New York or Beverly Hills. No, yeah, so New York. Say, would you be East Coast or West Coast? No, it would, it would be New York. Okay. Because 
West Coast is too glitzy for me right now. Like, if mm-hmm. I had to step into it right, I mean, I hope I could be at that level where I'm yeah. millions and millions. But but Beverly Hills is, like, another level of class. Whereas New York, like, kick it with the girls. Like, me and Dorinda would be, like, wasted at a bar together. I love that. So, okay. So which one do you identify most as? Out of all the housewives? No, out York. of all the New York housewives. Um... I don't like my answer here. I don't like I, my answer for I New York either. But I simply can't relate to any of them except for Tinsley. What? <laughs> That's who we always say she is. Because Tinsley's like a sucker for love and like I'm into a love story. And I also like, I just actually like her. <laughs> like I do. But because it's like everyone else is too strong. Like yeah. Bethany, like I have, I have Bethany tendencies for sure. But, like, I'm not Dorinda, and I'm not Lou, and I'm not Carol. Amanda's 100% Luann. Money can't buy you class. Uh, Mainly because she told a story on the last episode of her falling into a planter drunk. And I was like, you're Lou. You're Luann. It's her drunk By the way, it's not her I realized that, like, everyone probably thinks it's, like, a planter like Luann fell into. No, it's, like, a barrel planter that I fell into. It was a pot. It was a pot. It was a pot. It was like that's like a, a concert to me. Like, it was a, like it was a huge. So if you're ever in Durango, Colorado, walking down Main Street, there's these huge like Morning. wine barrel. Oh my word! Things that I fell into. That's great. Anywho, I'm Luann. Okay. I accept it. Okay. It's fine. So yeah. Tinsley, cool. Tins, yeah. I like it. Um, Coupon cabin. And then what would your housewife slogan be? Oh, mm. clearly. Oh, there was one that I came up with one time. But let's go for two. Okay. Okay. So I, my yeah. slogan right now is like that I'm 10%. I mean, I'm 90% love and light. 10% go screw yourself. So yes. like that would maybe be one. That's a great slogan. And thank great you so slogan. much. But I think I would also do something like, I drink my coffee black. I don't have time for the extra bullshit. Oh, <laughs> oh that's, that's great. a really good one. Ah, oh, that would be that a great would be a slogan great for me. <laughs> that, seriously, you two are so black? very similar mm-hmm. for this. She's a coffee Intuitive. snob. Which was very controversial in Jess's workplace. Yes. That I'm was like, what was the you controversy. Can t- you can take that. If anyone ever asks you, please take that one. All right. You heard it here. It's an original. <laughs> it's an original. <laughs> it's all yours. Um, if you could live or you had to only have one essential oil that you had to live with, what would it be? You get to pick one. Or your one. favorite now. And why it's your favorite. Yeah. Well, I'm probably just going to have to pick one that, like, has the most amount, like, I can use for many different multi-purpose kind of thing. So I'm going to pick lavender because Mm -hmm. I was deciding between lavender and peppermint. But I'm going to pick lavender because not only mental health is important, and I feel like it kind of helps you de-stress, but it helps get rid of bruises. I need to start applying. (laughs) Um, It helps get rid of bruises, inflammation. Like, there's just tons of different reasons why, like, it helps you sleep. Like, I just, Mm -hmm. that would be it. I can only use one for the rest of my life. Jonna also is obsessed with essential oils. Yeah. Oh, really? What's your favorite essential oil right now? It doesn't have to be like you can't live without all rose. the rest. Rose. Like okay. my rose oil. Yeah. And why? Just because you like the smell? On it, no, not because I like the smell, but first of all, the doTERRA, because I use doTERRA, the doTERRA rose oil is like very expensive. And um, I kind of see it as like a luxury because it mm-hmm. is like rose is the hardest to distill out of all mm-hmm. the oils. So, um, it's, I think it's like a beautiful, very feminine scent. And it also helps me de-stress. And I like it for like when I'm, it's that time of month. Mm-hmm. Like it just, it's very helpful to have around. 
Thank you. I was say my rose water spray makes me feel very girly. I oh, yeah. It. No, it's it's an amazing scent. I love it. Um, what was the weirdest thing about being on Big Brother? On like, camera, off camera, anything. The weirdest part about being on Big Brother would be when you went into the diary room, like, to have, like, your confessional. And then, like, product, because they ask you questions and you answer. When they would say something, like, that you had no idea that anyone was even, like, list. Like, you forget that people are listening to every word you say. Yeah. And then they'd say something like, so, uh, um, what was what was going on with you and that like halibut when you were cooking it and you burned and I'm like what like what are you talking about like yeah, you're like why like so or like oh like tell me about the time you uh, when you were holding Fessy's hair back when he was throwing up and I'm like that's making it on the show because like you begin to think like is that really what people are about to see yeah. so yeah. that was weird <laughs> and then also like getting at, off the show like realizing the different clips because live feeds are always running. So yeah. when people tag me in different clips and I have these memories, it's just fun, random moments in the house and everyone else liked them too. Like everyone else thought they were so funny too. So, I mean, that's nice. And it's nice the people that put together like really like sweet videos and like compilations of like me, like their favorite moments of me. I mean, that, that stuff is just like, it's still like surreal. That's awesome. Yeah. Did you have unreal moments while you were being interviewed by a producer? Have you seen that show? The, like, drama no. Bachelor. Oh, it's on Lifetime. You should watch it. It's basically um, an ex-Bachelor producer, producer, like, wrote this. It's a scripted show. Mm -hmm. um, but it's about, like... The behind-the-scenes the behind of a dating like, show. Like, manipulation oh, cool. that happens. Yeah. And, Is like, it good? Yeah. It's really good. But basically Trashy how, like, the max, how they great. produce people on reality TV. So, like, yeah. the things that they do to make things... I wouldn't say... Like, I'd say about 80% of my edit was extremely accurate. Cool. Like, truthfully. Well, that's, I feel like that's a pretty high percentage. It yeah. is, but, like, some people would be like, why would you ever admit to that? Like, you look crazy. But, like, the bottom line, there's certain things that were not right. So, yeah. like, I mean, let's say they show me, like, crying because I was overly emotional in that house. Like, I could be crying one hour and then maybe literally the next day at 10 p.m., but you'll see it in the episode as, like, all in the same, as if it's for the same reason, which yeah. it's not. So that's the only thing. And certain things look the way it's not meant to. But if you're someone that watch, watches the live feeds, you know yeah. what's true or what's not. Mm -hmm. But I feel like Big Brother would probably be the the one that's harder to manipulate by the producers to ask you in, like, confessionals to, oh, like, no way. Yeah. And even lead if they you did to say an something, answer. which they typically will not, I'll say, like, I'm not saying that. And they would yeah. never make me say anything. Well, that's right. good. Um, and what are three r random facts that no one knows about you? Oh, my God. That you want people to know? Could be anything. I can't ride a bike. You can't ride really? a bike? You never learned. I, no, I, like, did learn. Like, I've... My whole life, everyone has been trying to teach me how to ride a bike. And I'm not, like, shy about it. Like, it's not like I'm getting on the bike and I'm like, I can't. No, I'm going in there full force <laughs> trying to ride the bike. I don't care about falling. <laughs> Cannot figure it out. But I, I also haven't tried in a little bit, so. Okay. Can't ride a bike. <laughs> um, so that would not be your ideal bachelor date. No. Okay, no, no. cool. I'm allergic to horses. Interesting. That is real housewives. Who's allergic? Kyle Richards. Kyle Richards. Allergic oh, yeah. to horses. She yes. is. So Kyle Richards. She is. Oh my god, that is so funny. Yeah, Kyle. She had that like weird attack. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Allergic to horses. Not gonna go into like anaphylactic shock about it, but no. Like, but you'll be to you'll be irritated like her. Totally. Um. What else? 
What don't people know about me? If you could only listen to one album for the rest of my for the life. rest of your life, what is it? You have to pick one. Oh wow, it's hard. I would pick it's it's an album by the band Vance Joy. Mm-hmm. It's called Nations of Two. That was the album I got when I was HOH. You get to pick one album, like m- music, to listen to when you're head of household. So I would pick that one because it just brings back a lot of nice memories. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely mm-hmm. not Drake. No, <laughs> definitely not Drake, guys. <laughs> I want to stay as far away from Drake as yes. possible for the next four years, at least. Minimum. Yeah. Right? Minimum. Okay. And then this will be the last question, unless you have another one. Was it really about the pasta? I think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lala's engaged. Is she is? You're literally, I did not you know You just this. told us information we what? don't know. Lala is To her engaged? man? Yes. Whoa. They got engaged in Mexico. Goodbye, Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> there She's you doing go, well. guys. That's awesome. I like Lala. Me, she won love. me over this past season. It's not about the I'm pasta. Cra- I'm, it's not, it's about, not the pasta. about the pasta. I'm craving <laughs> pasta. Uh, James pasta. Kennedy. Mm. I love. actually okay. love him, too. When are we going to Tom Tom? Ooh, we should go. We should go. Did we? You and me went to Sir. Yeah, we went to Sir. I heard Tom Tom's so expensive. Oh, I'm sure we're going for appetizers and a cocktail. But even, but even I, the people that I know went for like appetizers and a cocktail. But I'm like actually still down. I feel like appetizers and cocktails at Tom Tom could be good. Hopefully, they're better than Sir. I wasn't that impressed. We saw Peter though. Saw Peter too. Right? Was that was that with that you? wasn't with me? Who was I with? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't remember. But uh, so what are you off to do? What's going on this week? Yeah. This week's very busy. Because you're back in L.A. Yeah, back in L.A. I just have a lot of stuff to get together um, because I'm going to move into like a new place for about a month with Winston, who's one of my house guests. Shout out. So like a little before and after the finale, just have this place. We have a charity event coming up in Vegas. We have the finale on the 26th. We just have a lot going on. Um, and just kind of like reconnecting with myself and yeah. spending some time to kind of get in a good headspace before I get to that finale and have yes. to like confront everyone and see everyone again. So this That's is going to be a very busy next two weeks, but I'm making the time for myself. Yes. And what is the charity event? So this charity event, that- yeah, it's I, I honestly don't even know the name of it off the top of my head because okay. I just got the information. but. Um, if you're someone that's in the Vegas area, we're doing kind of a charity poker event at Caesars, mm-hmm. and it's tons of Survivor, Amazing Race, Big Brother, like all of us are going to be there um, doing, the, I, I don't know the name of the charity off the top of my head. We'll I should bre- make sure to like put it up and then yeah, just be looking out for that if you're in the Vegas area. A hundred percent, because you guys would actually really enjoy being there if you... And then tuning in to the Big Brother finale. And who oh, do you think 26th? is going to win? Uh, I don't know who I think is going to win. It's such a toss-up, but it, it might be Tyler. It's a really good chance it's Tyler. 500K. 500K. To Tyler Crispin, yeah. That's crazy. It's insane. We'll see what happens. Well, we'll see Ooh. what happens. Stay tuned. Maybe I'll tune in. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> and... For real, though, besides Big Brother, 
Caitlin's a life coach. Yes, so guys. if any of this resonated with you and is something that hit me up, you feel like you would benefit from, then hit her up. Yeah, yeah. if you feel inclined, like anything I've said today, if something I said is, you know, you're repeating it in your head, or you just have more questions about it, or you want more information, just email me at katecoaching at gmail.com. And we will chat. Yeah, and read her blog. She has some really awesome stuff. We Which were I will definitely perusing be through more stuff. But yeah. even like the the stuff that you have up there are great to like understand kind of My your perspective. perspective. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, guys. It's been so fun. Yeah. yeah. I'm so glad you were here. Me I'll too. come back anytime that you'll have me. <gasps> we'll have you Plan all a. the time. Plan A. <laughs> Plan A. Mm. Namaste, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Dietrich's saying that now. <gasps> I love, love that. He's doing yoga at preschool. When he talked to me about sun salutations. Oh, my God. And he's all, we go, numb. It was the funniest, Num. cutest thing ever. And yeah. then he was doing downward dog on the dog mm. beach. <laughs> That's <laughs> In amazing. Huntington. I love that. It was so cute. That's awesome. On that note. On that yeah. adorable on note. On that adorable note. Thank you, Caitlin. We are so Thanks, grateful guys. that you were here. So grateful that you spent your Monday evening with us. Wouldn't have it any other way. We'll provide beverages to you at any time. Honestly, free water. You guys treated me like a queen. Well, <laughs> you deserve it. Thank you. We love you. Love you. All right. Talk to you, guys. Later. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.